0: Good evening, everyone, and a warm welcome to our meditation meeting, which is taking place within the influence of the sign of Pisces. We are meeting in the library at the Trust in London, and the meeting is also being broadcast online, as usual. The actual time of the full moon is tomorrow at 12.30 GMT. So we are working in the building energies which carry the specific qualities of Pisces. In our approach to the spiritual hierarchy, each month we focus on the qualities of the constellation for the particular month and work together as a group helping to establish spiritual attributes in human consciousness. For the sign of Pisces, the key quality is that of sacrifice of the lower nature to fulfil the purpose of the soul, which serves the greater good and which is always inclusive and non-separative. The talk that precedes the full moon approach in our meditation work this evening serves to focus the mind on the discipleship keynote, which is, i leave the Father's home, and turning back, I save. And through reflective thought on this seed thought, we come together as a group in the service of humanity, along with many other individuals and groups around the world. Through meditation and reflective thought, we become aware of cycles in the ebb and flow of spiritual energies, and one such cycle coincides with the phases of the moon, reaching its peak, its high tide, at the time of the full moon. This is a time, therefore, when the channeling of energy through group meditation can be uniquely effective. The fully lighted orb of the moon indicates a free and unimpeded alignment between our planet and the sun, the solar center, the center, the energy source for all life on earth. Hence the moon itself has no influence in our meditation world. At such times we're assisted in our efforts to make a definite approach to God, the creator, the centre of life and intelligence. The esoteric law of cycles, the law which is symbolised by the waxing of the moon to full brightness following, following its waning, affirms that we can consciously cooperate with the inflow of spiritual energies. Now let us pause for a few minutes of silence and then affirm the mantra of unification. Souls of all are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve, and not exact Jesus' service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form. And life and all events, and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail let all people know oh From the soul perspective. As the disciple travels on the reverse wheel of the zodiac, the keynote in Pisces is, I leave the fathers home and turning back I save. But from the angle of the personality, it is go forth into matter. Pisces is the water sign, as are Cancer and Scorpio. Its opposite sign is Virgo, an earth sign. An important quality of Pisces is duality, which recalls a symbol of the two fishes, which represent the duality of spirit and matter, and the duality of the soul, and the threefold personality, the instrument through which we bring that which is spiritual down to earth. The symbol of the two fishes is depicted as being linked by a band, a silver cord, which binds them together. There is also the interesting duality of the two souls, the soul in incarnation, anchored in the head and heart, in the physical body, and the overshadowing soul, the higher self, the solar angel the Christ principle. These two souls are bound together by a form of dual bondage, making the soul a prisoner of the personality, which doesn't even know it exists until it awakens to the first pangs of conscious, conscience, reaching a crescendo when the disciple moves onto the reversed wheel of the zodiac which signifies a time when the personality is increasingly being brought into alignment with the soul. The human experience shifts from darkness to light, from bondage to liberation, from the senses, from illusion, glamour and maya, all of which bind man to the earth until the releasing agent is discovered. Through the service of meditation, the agent of release, the Antikarana, is consciously created. This bridge of living light linking the higher and lower aspects of mind is a transformative process leading to the substitution of spiritual principles for selfish desires. However, liberation from bondage is not a straight upward path like climbing a ladder. It's rather a journey with an ebb and flow, a swimming, a swinging back and forth between sensing the light and vision of the mountain top and the valley experience until such time as the soul connection is firmly established and is anchored on the physical plane. This all sounds abstract abstract and theoretical. However, the awakening soul consciousness brings forth a most outstanding quality of the soul, which is the sense of responsibility. Spiritual responsibility has to do with trust, truth, reliability and morality it is concerned with the common good and not self-interest in these torrid times all may seem on the surface to be darkness yet the sense of responsibility is alive and well in the amazing diversity of initiatives that serve the greater good Individuals and groups across the planet are involved in selfless and sacrificial service in local communities and through global initiatives such as conflict resolution, peace building, human rights, earth stewardship, faith-based initiatives, and sharing the world resources and international cooperation. The evolutionary journey of the human being, according to the Ageless Wisdom teachings, de- develops through many incarnations, as the soul, the thinker, the God within, takes the vehicle for earthly expression. The hidden powers of the soul, early on, are negative, and the powers of the form are positive. And beginning to find increasing, increasingly potent expression. Thus we're told that the natural spiritual tendencies of man are inhibited and the personality powers are more visible, especially the emotional or astral nature. The Tibetan refers to the parable of Jonah and the whale in the book Esoteric Astrology which is concerned with the Piscean stage of awareness and the awakening of the Christ consciousness. Jonah stands for the hidden, imprisoned Christ and the whale stands for the bondage of incarnation and for the personality. So the whale of Jonah is a symbol of the evolutionary process and cycle through which the soul passes. Going back to the keynote for Pisces, the sign of the world saviour, how then does humanity, having left the Father's home, save? Well, humanity must achieve liberation from the hold of form, and through soul awareness, redeem matter, and raise the lives by which it is informed. This, we're told, is a subjective purpose of the human kingdom, qualified by knowledge, love and will, and animated by ceaseless devotion, as quoted by the Tibetan. This leads to the indwelling spirit being released from the hold of the form and raised to a higher con- level of consciousness those people born in this sign are frequently found to serve the race on some level of consciousness the law of service constitutes a scientific method of release and is described as the governing law of the future and then man stands free from the hold of the material form and attains true spiritual freedom of the joy and love of service and sacrifice with the individual no longer at the centre of his own universe but truly a universal citizen exercising responsibilities not only to humanity but to all of the kingdoms of nature, and the spiritual kingdom too. Conformity to this law is the decision of the soul-infused personality. The ageless wisdom teachings are of course esoteric in that they are concerned with the inner spiritual meaning which lies behind all objective forms of events, in contrast to what appears at first sight. The teachings, whilst abstract, must be brought to life through the intelligent mind and the loving heart and applied to daily life. Then right relations at all levels become a real possibility. Taking this into consideration we may imagine that humanity, the fourth kingdom, has a crucial role to play in the evolutionary process and this is confirmed by a most interesting passage in the book Telepathy and the Etheric Vehicle by Alice Bailey And I quote as follows. May I remind you of the occult statement that every living being or manifested life from the planetary logos down to the tiniest atom either has been is or will be a man this has reference to the past the present and to the future of every manifested life Therefore, the fact of humanity, and of that for which humanity stands, is probably the primary and major aspect of the divine purpose. Pause and think about this statement. It is therefore the first clear fact which indicates the measure and the magnitude of a human being. Everything subhuman is slowly moving towards a definite human experience. It is also passing through the phase of human effort and consequent experience. Or else it has moved out of that phase of limitation and through initiation is drawing human nature into a state of divinity. Thus, from an occult perspective, the human stage is the key to the evolutionary process. And hence the further statement in telepathy and the etheric etheric vehicle that, and I quote, the keynote of the lord of the world is humanity, for it is the basis, the goal, and the essential inner structure of all being." Humanity itself is the key to all evolutionary processes and to all correct understanding of the divine plan, expressing in time and space the divine purpose. Why he chose that this should be so, we know not, but it is a point to be accepted and remembered in all study of the science of impression because it is the factor that makes relationship and contact possible and it is also the source of all understanding. These are most difficult things to express and to enlarge upon my brothers and only the penetrating intuition can make these matters clearer to your avid and active Intelligence End of quote. the penetrating intuition is that quality which, when developed, brings in the nature of an identification with all beings and a loss of the sense of separateness. It is essentially the principle of universality and is demonstrated in Universal Declarations of Laws, such as the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, proclaimed by the UN General Assembly back in 1948. It's said that the Universal Declaration is widely recognized as having inspired and paved the way for the adoption of more than 70 human rights treaties, applied today on a permanent basis at global and regional levels. Earlier, in connection with the keynote of the Lord of the World, there was mention of the science of impression, that is, impressions and ideas from the world of souls through the illumined and receptive human mind. This was surely in full flow after the World War, with the Human Rights Declaration, when minds were open to higher possibilities after the horrors of the World War in its two phases. The implementation of intuitive ideas that are impressed in the human minds is, as we know, incredibly challenging. And today, wars and conflicts Continue to rage across the planet. And this brings to mind the greater cycles of the zodiacal signs of Pisces, which commenced about 2000 or so years ago, and the transition to Aquarius. This transition in its early stages has the outgoing sixth ray influence diminishing, yet still strong in terms of fanaticism and is in conflict with the incoming seventh ray with its focus on group work and bringing order out of chaos and in addition we have the influence of the fourth ray and the principle of conflict as discussed in the book the rays and the rays on the initiations by Alice Bailey Taking into consideration the importance of humanity in the divine scheme it's interesting to note the work of the intermediate group mediating between the human and spiritual kingdoms i.e. the new group of world servers who are intelligent and sensitive souls who act as transmitters via heart and mind of spiritual principles and energies which will save and vitalize the lower kingdoms of nature this saving can become a reality when spiritual principles start to condition relations in the human kingdom and when they do relations with the lower kingdoms will be transformed and there are already signs of this happening interestingly there are what is described by the Tibetan as demands made by humanity on the new group of world servers demands by humanity a demand being an insistent and peremptory request made as of right there are five demands listed in the book the rays and the initiations and the last one is to toil in pisces illumined by taurus and responsive to the aquarian impulse coming from the hierarchy The mission of the new group of world servers is to prepare the way for the energies of the new age and through the inspiration of divine impression help build the new world of tomorrow. Esoteric groups play their part in this demanding mission as they stand with strength and faith at the heart of the new group. The new group has a wide diversity and are engaged in all creative work that uplifts the human spirit they work on both inner and outer levels and they may have no occult knowledge or belief in the soul or whatever name is attached to it however by their thoughts and actions they inspire and hold the vision of a more spiritual life before thinking people they transmit light and love and are helping to build a world founded on spiritual principles and in preparing for the new age We are reminded of the words of Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita. And I quote. Whenever there is a withering of the law and an uprising of lawlessness on all sides, then I manifest myself for the salvation of the righteous and the destruction of such as do evil. For the firm establishing of the law, I come to birth age after age. Humanity must prepare the way for this manifestation by expressing the sense of responsibility in all relationships. When minds and hearts are open to inspiration, An impression, the scene will be set for intuitive understanding, which will rise above the separating walls erected by the lower self. Then the monstrous hydra built by humanity's lower nature will be slain from above, not through brute force, and humanity will be lifted from darkness into light and from the unreal to the real. Let us now go into our meditation, the full moon approach, to the hierarchy we will say together the stage of group fusion the lower interlude and of course the great invocation of the stage of distribution Group fusion. We affirm the fact of group fusion and integration within the heart center of the new group of world service, mediating between hierarchy and humanity. Reach. Reach planning <laughs> coverage. Alignment. We project a line of lighted energy towards the spiritual hierarchy of the planet, the planetary heart, the great ashram of Sanat and towards the Christ at the heart of Hyrule. Extend the line of light towards Shambhala, the center where the will of God is known. A Higher Interlude Hold the contemplative mind open to the extra-planetary energies streaming into Shambhala and radiated through hierarchy. Using the creative imagination, endeavor to see the three planetary centers Shambhala, hierarchy and humanity gradually coming into alignment and interplay. Meditation Reflect on the seed thought of Pisces I leave the father's home and turning back I say Precipitation Using the creative imagination, visualize the energies of light, love and the will to good pouring throughout the planet and becoming anchored on earth in prepared physical plane centers through which the plan can manifest. Use a sixfold progression of divine love as a sequence of energy precipitation: Shambhala hierarchy, the Christ, the new group of world service men and women of goodwill everywhere in the world, and the physical centers of distribution. Lower interlude. We focus the consciousness as a group within the periphery of the great ashram. Sound together the affirmation. In the center of all now, I stand. From that centre, I, the soul, will outward move. From that centre, I, the one who serves, will work. May the love of the Divine Self be shared abroad in my heart, through my group, and throughout the world. Visualise the downpouring spiritual inflow, released from Shambhala through the hierarchy and streaming into humanity through the prepared channel. Consider how these inpouring energies are establishing the pathway of light for the coming world teacher, the Christ. Distribution As the great invocation is sounded, visualise the outpouring of light and love and power from the spiritual hierarchy through the five planetary inlets. London, Darjeeling, New York, Geneva, Tokyo. See the outpouring, irradiating the consciousness of the whole human race. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into the minds of men. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love, within the heart of God, let love stream forth into the hearts of men. May Christ return to earth. From the centre, where the will of God is known, let purpose guide the little wills of men the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the centre which we call the race of men, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth <clears throat> mm-hmm. oh. oh. Thank you, everyone, for your participation. The next meeting is a New Moon meeting on Zoom on the 11th of March. That's a Monday at 6.30. And the next full moon meeting is Aries, the Easter festival, on Sunday 24th of March at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Good evening to everyone and thanks.